It's time to talk some blues hockey. Welcome to the Blues NHL podcast, hosted by former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and former Blues enforcer Darren Kimball. And we got a problem in front of the hog bench. Kimball pulling it, Ronick. Here's Kimball swinging it, Ronick wildly, and the linesman trying to get in between them. Look at Raddick, he's dropped the gloves with Rivers. The referee or the linesman should yeah. jump in here. You can't let a guy like Rivers continue to throw punches. Federico stolen from Reinhardt, breaking in to Hunter. Hunter shooting, rebound, Recognize the score! Here comes Shovel Day, he'll be thrown out of the game! Curtis Joseph grabs Shovel Day, and the two goalies go at it! Head to head, and Joseph with three great rights! New Terjana Hall looking for 500, he shoots, he scores! Brad Hall, number 500! Tarasenko, in the clear, he scores! And now, here's your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Hello, Blues fans. Welcome to a Thursday morning edition of your Blues NHL podcast. I'm your off-ice official, Jim Cromer. Let me welcome into our studio the one, the only, Darren Kimball. What's going on, buddy? Nothing, What's that beautiful day out there today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's fall. Yeah, I love this weather. Love it. Well, and... Um, you know, it's been hockey season for, I don't know, what are we, seven games in, yeah. something like that? Correct. But I would say it's officially 100% hockey season today, yeah. or, or last couple of days, I guess, yeah. as the uh, the crossover sports are, are no more, and it's a straight blues town. Yep. Um, so the blues will start having a little more of an onus on, on what they're doing out there. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the um, – I don't, I don't know, the grace period, so to speak. I'm starting to see the grace period go away on social media a little bit already. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's going to happen when you, uh, you know, when your guy uh, gives up some goals more than you're used to seeing, and then you, you know, give up a, a 2-0 lead with five minutes left in the game and losing overtime. And, you know, that that's one of those games that um, – to the casual hockey fan, I think, and to the player, um, you can sit there and say, well, we got a point, but that, that feels like you lost a point. Yeah, and I think, you know, I uh, the Blues went to the White House, and uh, they had their little visit uh, at the White House, and um, when Chief came on there, he uh, sort of explained it like they'd been pretty busy. and Well, they have been. And they have. <laughs> But they've been pretty busy, but I think you could sort of see it in Chief's voice that the busy part is sort of done with, and the way games have been gone, like you just explained, how you blow a two-goal lead, and goaltender's sort of, he's there, he's not there, he's not the Bennington that we know, and I think it's you could tell in Chief's voice that it's uh, getting a little more serious here as you go. And like it's like I said before, Chrome's, you're you know the first twenty games of the season, uh, you you got to come out of the gate hard because you 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 set yourself up for the for the rest of the season, and you, you're trying to put points in the in the in the bank right now. And um, you know you try to catch teams that are, are napping a little bit and you know not quite ready to roll. And you know they're they're not in a bad spot right now. The Blues aren't. They've gone through a long process. It's had a short summer. Uh, they had a lot of shit going on, so it's time to uh, it's time to uh, probably put the bootstraps on now and uh, let's start playing some hockey and, and see what the 
you know they're they're not far away, but they're 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 close. Yeah. Um. The you mentioned the guy that I was actually going to bring up in this. Uh, I could see. You know, how do I put this? I mean, there's a. You know, you'd have to be naive not to understand the difference between fan and coach or player. Um, but the reality of it is Craig Berube strikes me as the type of guy that, uh, you know, he may be the right guy for this job of standing up in front of a room and saying, look, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know what is supposed to happen here and everybody's going to say we're tired and it's been a long summer and we got all this going on, but I'm here to win hockey games. And I would hope the rest of you are too. And and I'm not saying they're not. No. I'm not. I'm not like. No. I'm just saying that the the reality is it is reality, and that you know you do have this quote unquote Stanley Cup hangover, I guess. Yep. And I think like call me crazy, but the last two games, you know, th- well, and not even the last two games. There's been other instances this year where I think that's exactly what you're seeing, and it is real, and you can dismiss it and say it's stupid and it's a bunch of shit and they're paid professionals and blah, blah, blah. But yep. that's what I see. I mean, I think it's that, I think it's that simple, but then you know what? There is a grace period. Um, but there's also, there's also, you, you've had a taste of it now. The, the, the blues have, and this whole team, except for maybe two players have had a taste of this thing. So, um, I'm pretty sure I never got to enjoy the taste of it, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, it's something that they would like to do again. And um, they are professionals, so the, the, I don't care if anyone says, oh, yeah, they're professional, but, but they are professionals. So um, today's athlete, it's not like it was, you know, the, the, these guys are still training hard in the summer. I, I know there's a hangover, but you, you listen to the players, there were some guys that were going right back at it, you know, a week later. And um, so it, it's going to come down to a mental, uh, mental thing with these guys. Your goaltender as whatever, you know, the guy that won the Consmite Trophy last year, O'Reilly, yeah, uh, he got voted for it. But the real reason that the Blues won the Stanley Cup was Mr. Bennington and Nett. And I don't care what anyone says. He is the factor. And there's a, a point where there's total trust in this man, but if the, these goals start to still creep in a little bit, and, I may, and it's early, yeah, it's early, but early gets uh, late, you know what I mean? And so he's going to have to... Uh, be the Bennington that he always is, and, and this team will feed off that, and then they get going. And, and I'll say this: he's, I, I'm not by any means saying he's a problem. No, no. But there's, just, fact, so there's looked, a fact that he's let a couple. He's looked human, yeah, a correct. couple times, correct. Which, <laughs> to your point, I believe for quite some time he didn't look very human yep. last year. It nope. looked, you know, it looked very human. But, but like you said, it isn't like they're. You know, it isn't like we're sitting here today going, man, what what a Stanley Cup hangover. We're sitting here in last place or second, you know. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is there's been a couple of games where you feel like you could have could have walked away with a couple more points. So, and, and points are valuable. That's why, you know, it's funny to sit here in one breath and say that you're going to sit here and go, well, yeah, I know what happened in New York, but, uh, you know, we did get a point. <clears throat> and I understand that, but. You know, there was another point there to be had, and at the end, they all add up. So this this league is, as if you look at the league right now, Chrome's it's it's kind of crazy because I'm sitting here before the season started. Um, I had the Dallas Stars going to be one of these top dogs running out, yeah. and then they've got one win, and so they're they're putting themselves way behind an eight ball right now. <laughs> and you know, there, there's other teams out there that I thought would be off and running here, and it's going to be uh, this. It's going to be interesting. So I think it's a it's a toss up. So the Blues they haven't hurt themselves by no means. But 
Um, I'm pretty sure Mr. Baruby's uh, sitting there saying, well, okay, guys, uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of that shit. Let's get our, let's get our nonsense together here. And, uh, and then, then they come home. They were on the road, so they had that period. They got through the White House visit. They got through all this stuff now. So it basically, I think their season starts right now, and I think all this other stuff should be out of the way, and away we roll. Well, um, I'm curious. Uh, I know some fans are gonna gonna start. I mean, I think we're about at that time where I'm starting to see some names creep up in some social media tweets and or social media posts, whether it be a tweet or a Facebook post or a comment. And uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about a couple of those guys. And uh, uh, as soon as I remind everybody to check us out at bluesnhlpodcast.com, we're gonna ask you to subscribe to the show. There, it's free. Find us on social media at STL Blues Podcast. We'd ask that you guys follow us there on Twitter and. Instagram as well at uh, Blues NHL Podcast. Always pushing Facebook because it's a great way for us to share our show and for you guys to be able to listen to it through the website. If you guys uh, find us on Facebook, Blues NHL Podcast, if you guys could like our page, make sure you click invite your friends, invite all your friends that are Blues fans. And, of course, when you see the pinned post, if you guys would like it, comment on it and share it. That really helps us a lot. Uh, to all of our partners out there, it means a lot to us uh, with their continued support as well. And it starts with our friend Randy Green at InnovativeCompanies.com. Uh, Second-generation craftsman folks that does a ton for um, ton for the community. Uh, takes, his, takes his word very seriously. You know, heating and cooling is, is going to be hot right now. Everybody's kicking on that furnace. And especially if you have a, a large business setting. Residential, commercial, industrial doesn't matter, by the way. And, and, and he's your guy. But... You know, starting to kick those furnaces on. You guys may want to make sure you have InnovativeCompanies.com in your back pocket there. Electric work as well, and, of course, construction. He's 35 years experienced and a second-generation craftsman. That's our friend Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com. Please don't forget their military and first responder discount that's available. All you got to do is show your proper identification. And, of course, uh, they're looking to help anybody that's in need this Thanksgiving. So uh, you can reach out to us or them at InnovativeCompanies.com. <clears throat> To our friends in Nelson family, NelsonLandServices.com, five-star locally rated company that does tremendous work at reasonable prices. Uh, they're the team that you want on your side if you're going to have a large uh, large or small uh, landscaping project. But uh, as they build their business here in St. Louis, as they do a ton of work down at the Lake of the Ozarks, I'm sure you've seen their handiwork. Give them an opportunity. That's NelsonLandServices.com. Adam Smokehouse, thank you for your continued support. Um, this is the type of weather where I could go in there and probably – I don't know, Darren. I can probably get a get a rack of ribs going pretty quick yeah, down at Adam's sure. Smokehouse, and uh, the sides are tremendous. All the specials that they have, the great atmosphere. Um, if you're in a business setting, want to get a box lunch order and take care of the office, uh, you'd be the most popular guy around there. I promise you. If you need catering, they can take care of you there as well, and they do deliver to certain zip codes. Uh, give them an opportunity, folks. I I think their barbecue is tremendous, and I know you guys will love it. That's Adam's Smokehouse. Tell our friend Mike we said hello. St. Louis, here's your cue. Um, you know, we, we kind of, we have fun with it. I mean, we get serious about it, but we have fun with certain players, um, that seem to be whipping boys, so to speak. Um, interestingly enough, I've seen quite a few people not that impressed so far with Mr. Falk. And probably rightfully so. And it's not, he's a guy that comes in, um, you hear all the hoopla coming in about him. I, I don't know much about him from the... You know, being in Carolina or whatever, but um, he come from a program that uh, Roddy Brindamore runs, and uh, they had quite a bit of success. And I would pr- imagine Roddy would be a lot like uh, Chief and um, pretty strict on the thing and how he wants things done. 
and he Roddy would be sort of a player's uh, coach, like Chief would be. And uh, I, I don't know. I just uh, I, I there's a uh, for the money that the man got on that. There's it's sort of it's not there right now, and it's. It's it's not just me. I you know I so some nights I just before I watch the game or whatever I'll be driving because I got hockey going on and I'll be listening to the curbs and them on the uh, on the radio when they're uh, broadcasting it and uh, just listening to the people and it just it's, it's so so he's you know you don't you don't hear much about him you don't you know it's not really no flashing going on nothing fancy so I I don't know yeah I think but I, that there. You get when you get traded, you know, you, do you do you fit in right away? Do you does it take some time? Is there a process you're going through? You're moving. I don't I don't know much about the guy. I don't know if there's a family involved in it. If he's got to bring them all in, and because there's a lot of hassle that has to go through the process, and and I'm not being ignorant by saying hassle because you know you but you've got to move people and you got to move yourself and you got things that's I I done it two or three times. It's, it's tough to do, and um, but and then you got to try to come to the rink and get focused, play hockey. So once he gets settled in, so. I think there's a period that he's going to go through. You, you, you give him a little bit of a leeway here, and but there's got to be something eventually here, I would think. Well, um, you know the the, I yes the contract that mm-hmm. and and we're all human with that, right? When a guy gets a bunch of money, you expect yep. some stuff from him. Yep. I would say defensemen in the NHL a lot of times, if you don't hear about them, that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think so when you're brought in specifically because you're supposed to help with the power play. And that's, and and isn't that ultimately the issue? Yes. <clears throat> and that's yeah, you're not supposed to if you're not heard or not talked about a lot that, that you're right. It is a good thing, but you didn't go out and get this guy to be a guy that wasn't heard about, you know. This is a guy that's going to play some valuable minutes. He's, you know, he's going to play on your power play. Um, you know, if you're going to come in and all the hoopla is going to go on that uh, they're going to throw out there that we got this guy for uh, to, to do this, to do that, to do this. Well, then he better do this and this and this. You know what I mean? And that's not going on right now. And like I said, uh, but I would give him some time. Um, as it's, I guess that's going to be our phrase all year for a certain while, isn't it? Give him, give him some time. Give him some time. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, how, so, how you know, long do you give him yeah, time? You, I, you, you don't give it. Uh, the, <clears throat> you know, again, we go back to the word. You are a professional, but um, you got to have something. You know, you're, you're not a guy that's going to go out and. When they traded for him, you'd see some clips about a big hit or something. Well, that's, I don't think that's the guy that we got. But he's there to move the puck. He's there to get some, create some offense on this power play and stuff. And, um, and you know, he, he's, given, he's been given opportune time to do stuff. So if you're supposed to be that good, things should start to happen for you. Yeah, I mean, he's got the typical amount of ice time you would, you would, uh, you would probably have in his situation. I mean, <clears throat> sitting right there close to the team leaders, maybe looks like maybe one shift difference. Yeah. And, and we're talking about how many games. So it's about right. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I, I guess, especially concerning. And again, how many games in are we, but you're talking about, it wasn't just that you brought him in. It wasn't just that you gave him money. It wasn't just that you talked about him being on the power play. I mean, and don't get me wrong. The blues have never come out and said this, yeah. you know, the speculation was you brought him in here, basically to replace Petrangelo because you didn't think, you know, fans and alike and media members, so to speak, didn't feel like you could sign Petrangelo now. Yeah. That's so. a, that's a, that's a, you know, you're not gonna, let's, let's just be honest about that. You're, that's a guy that's been one of the best defensemen in the business for how long Petro has been. So that's, those are big shoes to fill. I'm, I'm not even asking for him to be that guy. You know, I'm just asking him for to be a top four defenseman right now and, uh, and to kick into the, 
uh, on the power play and that, but that, that's all you're asking for him. You're not asking him to be your top dog right now because the top yeah. dog's still there. And, and right. again, Pareko's still there, so you're not you're not asking for that just yet. But it's uh, if he wants to get to that point, um, if that's what they're going to pipe him as, the guy, you look out because uh, I don't I don't think this is the guy that's going to be that guy. Um, there's a guy you mentioned, kind of been blah, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm trying to be really careful here six games into the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, been a little blah. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I think, okay, here, let me, let me, let me go back and let, let me say it this way because I think this would be the general pulse of a fan in general looking at this team. Um, you know, we don't tell anybody how to fan on this show. We don't tell anybody what's right or wrong. You know, they can do it or want. You guys are you guys are pretty matter of fact when you say, "Look, I'm just telling you this is the way it is, whether you want to hear it or not." But the bottom line is, I think a lot of fans want to give them a break. I think the majority of fans want, but see, here's the thing: they want to try to understand. So, you know, I think fans saw some guys really step up last year that made that run. I, Pareko being one of them, right? Um, a couple other guys too. Uh, and I know Robert Thomas has been hurt, so he gets a pass. Um, but you know, I think some guys saw that from Pareko, um, saw it from some other guys and they've just been okay. Yeah. So the, the, the bottom line is in your opinion, and I know you said 20 games, I think 20 games as that team is, is it very possible that some, that, that, part of those guys just kind of rode that wave and maybe we're going to expect too much from them this year? Well, but what do you see? The only thing that sort of kicks that theory in the ass is you go out and Braden Shen goes out and signs a big contract, you know, and, and I'm sitting here saying, well, you know, I think it's you're signing some of these contracts for too damn long. You know, you're getting given probably two or three years, probably longer than we need to be giving them, but they got to get their money. I never go against a player wanting his money. And uh, they, they, that's the way it should be. But he comes out. He's got five goals in five games, and you know he's answering the bell. Um, I think Perron come out. I think he's been answering the bell for you. So there, there's guys that are doing it. Um, Pareko, really? Was, you know, the first half of the season was he really a nah, last year? Nah, he's, but he brought it on at the end, right? And, you know, is and he, that's kind of where I was going with it. Gonna, I mean, that yeah. was a guy that I think we all had high hopes for. That when we went on this run, so to, you know, and you thought, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. So then I think naturally as a fan, it's only natural to sit there and go, yeah, man, we got Pareko and he, there's and a, then he, then, then we're kind of back to being a little blog. There's a thing with him though, that, and this is where when you're, you're a professional athlete and it, it happens that kids that I coach at 15 years old, Chrome, so they, 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 they're very observant what's going on. So if I'm Pareko and I'm looking and Edmondson goes down the road and they bring Falk in and all the hoopla is about that he's probably going to play the power play and all that. Well, Pareko's sitting there saying, Geez, that's some of my ice time I'm not going to get now. You know, I just lost some ice time. And, you know, starts, little shit starts to creep in because you're sitting there, you know, you're you're playing hockey because you love it. You're playing hockey because there's a family involved. You're, you're playing hockey because it's a short period of time where you got to make your money um, to, you know, to continue on in your life and, have a, you know, live a comfortable life. And all of a sudden someone starts creeping in and taking ice time away from you that now they're on the power play. So, Mental shit starts to play in because you're saying, "Well, look what I did for you last year. Look at this. This went on. You know, we went and won a Stanley Cup. I was a big part of that." And um, all of a sudden, 
someone else is in the door now. So it's uh, you know, there, there's there's stuff that, and it might be only one or two players that they've changed this year, but they're still, they're still, uh, we're we're all human beings is where I'm trying to go. And uh, <laughs> you, I know, I just I just finished talking to a, a couple of kids on my hockey team and, uh, that I coach that are 15 years old, and they're wanting they're wanting some other things and. Um, you know, you try to explain to them that it's hard work and that that pays off, but I, I get it. I lived that life. I was, I always wondered why this and that and this and that, but you know, it's, uh, it's the guys that can tune it out better off or the guys that can tune it off out are going to be better off down the road. And even though you're professional, that shit creeps into your head, man. And, uh, so I'm not saying that's happening, but I'm just, I'm going to throw, you know, a little speculation out there that that could be happening. You never know. Well, you know. I will say it hasn't been a complete meltdown, but you do have the occasional guy out there that's like, look, I don't, you know, yeah, I get it, but gosh darn it, they need to, they need to get going here. There's a hockey season to play. So I get that. But that theory, degree, that but theory comes in, you know, the theory and, and I know the theory now that the real world, the, the people, there is a real world out there and it's, uh, you, you have to come and do your job every day. So that's why people expect that. So you're in the town of St. Louis they expect you to show up every day to do your job. Yeah, they'll give you a grace because you won a Stanley Cup that's never been done here before. And, you know, the excitement that's been brought to St. Louis, the the thriving that's going to go on with hockey here in the future, it's, uh, you know, it's it's going to be remarkable. But the guy that's paying the ticket that's, you know, that's jumped up in price a little bit that's going to say, hey, I got to fucking go to work every morning. You know, you guys can answer this bell. You're playing the game of hockey. And um, they, they expect you to answer the bell here. That's the way St. Louis fans have always been. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I don't. I couldn't really say. I mean, it's hard to say. It's an effort thing. I don't know that that's Always. it for sure. You know, but I mean, that'll that if if it is, you know, or or whatever, that'll come out in time. Um, you know, a couple of guys though that I do want to ask you about. Uh, Tarasenko. You know, he's got five points. It isn't, or you know, it isn't like he's not putting points on, but but he's paid to score goals. He finally, finally, you know, you see, you see it go in. See, so that takes me to the other point of this, and that is um, lots of sports are momentum-based sports anymore, it feels like, and you ride a wave of momentum, and, and that, that carries you. Um, when, when you played, um, and, and again, I, whereas I think something, a lot of things are different, obviously, I think some things will never change in this game, and momentum being one of them. Um, if you guys found yourself in a situation where you felt like, you know what, we're doing okay what, what types of things do these guys do? To, I mean, you know, you can only have so many closed-door meetings and you can only have so many come-to-Jesus talks before they yep. just become talks, right? What types of things do these guys do if they feel like they're underperforming? Is it, you know, can they bang their heads against a wall too much? I mean, we hear about guys like O'Reilly who won't get off the ice, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. I mean, when, when does it become a, you know, I mean, I, we hear fun stories too, you know, you know what, we're, we're going to take the day off. We're going to go out and bowl and get drunk or do whatever, yeah. you know, or, or just silly stuff. Right. But what types of things can you do as a group? It, I think with the, the, the parts, like guys like Tarasenko and then would go through, um, and get, I, I have never been in that situation. So I, you know, there's a lot of pressure on the man cause he's supposed to be the goal scorer of the St. Louis blues. And I mean, nobody expected you to score 50, no, not 50. No, they did when you were younger. Well, I, I scored a few, <laughs> but they didn't expect me to, um, but he was, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure on him. And, you know, it's not easy to just sit there and say, I'm going to score a goal tonight. It's not, that's, that's not the way the game's played. Yeah. You know, you got to, it all, it all comes back to, and it's crazy, it all comes back to work ethic, though. You know, if you, if you want to put the work in, eventually the good Lord's going to say, I, I get it and I'll help you out here now. And we're going to, 
You know, maybe maybe you get an ugly goal, but that just you need that one goal. You just need something to turn to get your confidence. It's all about confidence in this league, and you know, you you, you can be a checker, and if you fail on your assignment, confidence level goes down. Well, you're not going to be as good when you go out there the next time. That's just the way it is. You every every sport that you play, there is a confidence factor in this game, and uh, the longer it rides out, the Tarasenko doesn't score a goal. The more pressure he puts on himself, the more. People start barking and wanting things from them. The more coaching staffs, are, you know, that people start asking a lot of questions, and then you start getting into them little fucking stupid meetings that they all do, you know. And then then they got to start watching videos. So now my day is consumed of where I'm pretty sure Tarasenko would go go to the rink, get his practice in, get out and enjoy some life. Well, now I'm starting to put two hours, three hours more into my process because I'm trying to get out of this slump I'm in. And all it takes sometimes is just if, as long as the work's there. I don't think a coach will ever complain if you're working your ass off and you're, because that's all you can do. But not every, not everyone's a goal scorer, and goal scoring's tough. So, but a goal scorer, um, just by you know, guys, when I when I played when, when Holly was playing and he scored all those goals, he would just shoot the puck. Sometimes he could close his eyes and shoot the puck, and things were going so well it would go in the net. I'm, now that's I'm just saying that's what that's what he could do because he was such a gifted player at at you know when he wanted to score goals and that's just the way it was. He had the shot and everything, but. You need luck, you need hard work, and you know a little break once in a while. But it's then then that gets your confidence going. So when you feel like you're shooting the puck, you can do anything. You can put it through a little pee hole. But right now, he can't put it into the ocean right now. You know, and that's just the that's just the way that the game's played. But this will turn. That's it's uh, Tarasenko. We haven't we've seen this before with this man. You know, it, it'll turn eventually here. Um, you know, we'll get a couple people that'll give us the oh, we're going to talk about fighting again. It's not that, but nope. but it's not the fighting thing. Um, but I will ask you, it for me, to be completely honest, it is weird to watch a game right now and realize, like, and to watch us play. And listen, I'm not being ignorant here. I know damn good and well that if the situation arose, Braden Shen would fight somebody. Um, you know, I'm sure – if he had to, if forced, Pareko might grab somebody. Falk might even grab somebody. Um, but on the whole, like you're watching this thing and you're wondering, like, what what is the mindset out there as far as taking liberties and things like that and protecting yourself? And like, I wonder about it. Like, and maybe some people would say, well, you know, you need to get with the times because there's nothing to worry about. But I, I find that hard to believe that there's nothing to quote unquote worry about. What, what is, uh, if you've been around hockey long enough and you understand hockey and no fight, there's no fighting here at all. But what, what gets the crowd going when you go to a hockey game? And I don't go to many games. I watch it on TV. But what, what gets them going? It's, uh, back in the day, you know, it used to be a fight. Someone would go out and throw a big hit. Um, goal. Someone scores a goal. That's usually what gets the crowd going, right? Or total momentum in someone's zone for like a you know for a whole shift. You got all these scoring chances going on, and people are just you know getting through it. I'll promise you right now with this Blues lineup, you're not you're not the fighting's gone, so we know that. But there's no going to be no big hits. That's not part of their game plan. That's just not there. They play heavy, heavy hockey, which they'll bump and grind and push guys off the puck and get pressure on the butt. But you're not going to go through any big hitting process here. There's no, there's no emotion coming from that process. So it's a, it's a, this is a team. And I, I watched, there was a game last night. Um, oh, who was playing San Jose and uh, no Anaheim was playing someone last night and they got, and it got started to get rough and, and they were, they're having pushing matches going on. And it was, uh, you know, there, there was some vibrant hockey that was being played and the fans were getting into it. And 
But I don't, I don't think that's the St. Louis Blues. That's not who they are. They're sort of in-your-face kind of players, but they're not in-your-face, we're going to slap the shit out of you kind of players. They're in-your-face, we're going to take put pressure on you, you're going to cough it up, and we're going to score, and then we're going to take care of our own zone. That's how the Blues play hockey. So, um, you know, you're not going to... You're not going to get the big hits that are going to rev the crowd up, and that that's not going to happen anymore. And it's just it's it's a, it's a different game, and um, people that, that's what they want, and then, and I get it. So it's it's hard for me to watch it, but it's I, I get it. Yeah, it's um, you know, is it a different game? I mean, I guess it's different. You know, I, how do I say this? It felt like when I was a kid. You know, you went to a game, and you kind of expected there to be some 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 rough stuff you know now i mean it's so far and few between that it's not even there now is that better or worse i I don't know i mean it was exciting i mean i used to laugh like i had a good friend of mine that um when i was young and i worked for all these attorneys there was one attorney and um you know i love the guy so it's not a bitch at him but you know he used to sit there with his arms crossed to to protest the fact that he didn't like it I, I'll, I'll never forget it. And, you know, I was a dumb kid and he was an attorney. Right. And, um, I just remember telling him, you know, we were talking about it and he was trying to ex- say to me, like, what, what is it? Like, he's like, you can't tell me it's really not like, it, what does it do? It doesn't do, they're trying to grow. And I just very casually looked at him one day and I said, I've been to 50 hockey games with you in the last two or three years. And I appreciate you taking me to these games, but, and I've been going since I was a kid and I, I think in a stadium of 20,000 people, you're the only one sitting down. That's what I don't understand about it. And I never understood about it is why everybody thinks there's something wrong with it. Yeah. Now, again, something wrong with it or whatever is uh, whatever word you want to use. You know, if that's the term you want to use or whatever. That being said, you know, it had a place before and it was a pretty important part of the game to just all of a sudden almost be gone is what I'm saying. That's my point on it. Here, this is this is the part where I the hockey was a game of emotion, and that's what created it all. And the owners back in the day wanted guys around to, you know, fire the emotion process up. And I was one of those guys that did that. And but so now that's gone. But I I, I get a kick out of uh, uh, this new this new on Wednesday night the NHL hockey have a rivalry weekend. I'm, <laughs> I'm going, what the fuck is rivalry week anymore? Like what what is it? Because when we had a rivalry. It was me, uh, not me, but it was the Blues going in to play Detroit. The Blues going to play Chicago Blackhawks. You know, those and were you rivalries. You knew what was going to happen. Yeah, we but, knew. Like that when was, we when we went to like when when I was that age, like in that eighteen to twenty two age, and we went to to the to the well. At first, it was the Checker Dome, of course, and then it turned into. But when we did that, we knew on a Saturday night what was coming. It went, you know, when it was Minnesota North Stars, when it was Chicago, when it was something we knew. We spent as much time looking at the other team and trying and thinking about what was going to go down that way as we did, you know, is Holly going, you know, how many is Holly going to get tired? We, I mean, yeah, you know, but you, you, you did that. The reason you did that though, Chrome, is because you hated those guys as much as the players hated them. You know, or there was a passion in there for the fans of St. Louis. They, they hated the Chicago Blackhawks. They couldn't stand it. They, it's you watch the Cardinals when the Cubs come. They hate the Cubs. They just there's a hatred there for them. There's a hate. There's there's not a hatred. You know, people when the Blackhawks come to town, people try to get uh, 
you know, the media or whatever, they try to blay it up. It's going to be this. It's going to be, no, it's not. It's, it's, they're coming to town and it's, there's going to be whoever can, uh, who's ever feeling it that night. That's what's going to go on. Cause there's nothing going to change the momentum of the process. It's going to be uh, a power play goal now, which, which I'm not playing. That's the way the game is. So it's a power play goal. You better have a good power play cause you're going to need it nowadays, but it's not, you're not going to get no big banging stuff. There's not going to be no back in the day, even like when Bacchus, you go to where Bacchus was when, you know, the, the shit that was going on, that's not there anymore. And it's, it's just a different process and, and that's good. It's fine. And it's, uh, it's, it's good for St. Louis. They won a Stanley cup and they got that to thrive on. And uh, we'll see where the, the game takes us now. Was this the eventual way to try to quote unquote, open this game up? Is that ultimately? For sure. For sure. It's, it's just, they, there's a lot of stuff behind it. You got concussions, you got all this stuff that's going on and uh, people's theory on what the, uh, the the guys that did the enforcing job role, what their role was. But they, th- those weren't the guys that were getting hurt. The guys that were getting hurt were these big hits from behind, you know, that that they needed to take out of the game. And and they sort of they sort of took the other part out with it. They they ran. They had a moment where this the Gary Bettman character come in here and he said, "Yeah, we're going to run it." And, and he ran it out. And they got the owners to buy into it. And that was their guinea pig. And the way they went. And they ran it out. And um, they successfully did it, and 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 good. That's that, that's the way the game is. And I, see, and I'm of the belief that you can do that. It's they're not going to accomplish what they need, in my opinion, um, as what I would call an educated fan. I'm not. I'm not any more special. I, the reality of it is, the athlete has changed. Yes, uh, tremendously. Um, the only way you're going to get what they really want is, and it's going to be expensive. Is they're going to have to open the playing surface. Whether yeah. they like, it's something I know they've tried to avoid. And I get why, but here's my other thing on it. I understand that it costs money to do that, and it would be a mate. But another sport wouldn't have any problem doing that. No, nope. you know, nope. like baseball's trying. And again, I don't like them all. I think some of them are the worst. But they're getting radical to try to improve their sport. Football, right or wrong, has tried to improve their sport. Okay, hockey. I, I, there is no other way to improve their sport, in my opinion, than to open up the rink. Yeah. And they're gonna have yeah, to do it. They're, they're bigger, faster, stronger, yeah. and that's the only way you're gonna stop guys from getting but, killed. And if you want some of this open play, these guys need some space. Yeah, but and you're gonna go. You're gonna go to an Olympic size rink pretty soon. You're, you're gonna have it in every damn building. The only thing that's fighting that process is the mighty dollar because it's gonna right. take a few seats away from the process when they built these new rinks. And they're not gonna go out and build a bunch of new ones, you know, just for this surface. But they're gonna they're gonna try. I'll guarantee you someone's talking about it where they're going to sit there and go, we need to, you know, make this ice service Olympic service. And, and then you're going to see a whole new different kind of hockey game over here that you're going to see the European hockey game over here where it's uh that's a different animal there. There, there's too much going on there. The, the confined space was, that's where the rubbing elbows and that people were getting into the corners and, uh, uh, earning, <laughs> earning what they earning had to, yeah yeah earning a dollar and then now it's going to go into a, just a wide open surface and it's coming you're tr- you're correct on that well um vancouver's in town uh maybe some home cooking is what the doctor ordered i don't know I, I don't like i said i don't know if it's home or away is better for this team right now but i you know i i, I know what would be really good for everybody is a, a jordan bennington performance like you yeah. would expect a, a w and some of these guys to start uh, start putting some pucks in the back of the net, yeah. and I think I, I you know, and then I think you know gives you an opportunity. But we'll see. Yeah, it'll be. I, I didn't like it's terrible. It's, no, I mean it's, nobody's complaining. It's terrible. No, but I just but think, there's question marks. Sure, there is. Sure, there is. Well, hey man, I appreciate you coming in, you and um, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, um, 
soon we can uh once the season gets rolling i know he's busier and all head get out but uh, i know we've got some plans to try to figure this yeah. thing out at night so we're off to detroit uh this weekend so we got a little team going up to gordy howe country and bob probert country up there so it's uh this will be uh sometimes i used to go into detroit well not sometimes when when uh Robert was playing you, you know you go in there with a little uneasy feeling in your body because you're probably gonna have to run into the guy and at least uh and I'm not playing the game where that doesn't happen anymore but um it was still uneasy to see De- him in person yeah huh? Detroit was uh <laughs> Detroit was uh you know Gordy they always talk about Gordy Howe and I'm not and I'm not even that old but uh Gordy Howe come back and played his fifth decade I think or his sixth or whatever it was but he uh uh, he was playing in the minors, and I was at, uh, I was on the team he they were playing against, and he was coming off the ice, yeah. and I'd stepped on the ice for maybe one second. So I got <laughs> I got to say that I was on the ice with Gordy Howe, and that was in Detroit also. But, yeah, we're going up there to play some hockey, and uh, there's good teams up there, and it's, uh, so this will be fun this weekend. That's an interesting thought to think that a guy's uh, aura, I guess, is yeah. so big that you feel that way about stepping on the ice with a guy and then another guy on the total end of the spectrum just being in the same building with him makes you a little nervous. <laughs> Correct. That's funny. Well, hey, good stuff as always, and uh, I know everybody appreciates uh, appreciate you and your thoughts and comments, so um, I'm going to let you get out of here. I know you've got a uh, busy, busy day, and i got uh, I got uh, lots of stuff happening here, so let me know if uh, – let me know if you uh, want to come in at night, and maybe we can get ribs yeah. into the studio. Get the man, that man that's a busy man right now. So I, I do run into him all the time at the rink right now because his kids are coached. His team that he's coaching is right after mine. So I do see him, but he is a busy man. All right, friend. I'll talk to you soon. You bet. You have a good one. The great Darren Kimball. The only Jamie Rivers. What's going on? Well, hello, Jim. You ever been called a darling before? Um. Wow. If I have been, it's been a really, really long time since <laughs> I've heard that. Well, I'm sure uh, if he runs into you out in public, which I know he does from time to time, I'll be sure to tell him that you uh, love the term darling. So, um, Absolutely. Speaking of darlings, um, you know, I had a good conversation with your boy Kimby earlier today. We kind of went down a little road of, you know, um, I know sometimes he, he likes to say that people want to get on him because he keeps talking about yesterday, but it's been interesting watching this team play and know that, you know, while I, I mentioned to him earlier, I know it doesn't really have anything to do with how they've been playing to this point, but man, who answers the bell if there's, if there's trouble? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. And it's not a, Uh, I I don't know that it's a problem. It just seems, I was just telling him that watching these games, you used to think, man, you never know. You might see this, you might see that, but outside of, and I, and I'm sure Braden Shen would step up and there's other guys that would step up, but, you don't really anticipate it at this juncture. Yeah, well, you got Braden Chen, who would certainly step up. I think, you know, I don't think. I know he's at Robert Portuzo that would stick his nose uh, in there. But If he's in the yeah, lineup. <laughs> yeah, if he's in the lineup. But, yeah, this team, you know, is really enforcer-less, if you want to put it that way. I mean, even last year we had, you know, the big rig, Pat Maroon, that uh, wasn't afraid to mix it up. And, and Joel Edmondson as well, and yet a good amount of grit that way uh, in the lineup. But you know, I just think that uh, that, that these guys are going to have to be tough by committee. And when things go down, or if something happens that guys don't like, then it's going to have to be that pack mentality. I uh, and again, it, it it just was interesting. Thought it was interesting because as you watch these games, it just is a different vibe. And um, really, the gist of the conversation was, you know. 
where are we at in the uh, for fans? We don't. We always say we don't tell fans how to fan, but you know, I think some fans want to get a little restless here after the last couple games, and you know, I think the powers that be would say, eh, let's wait a little bit here. But uh, but some things have seemed a little a little sluggish at times. Um, how long before fans can get a real good vibe because of the long? Uh, the long play and and that uh, that that that's there. We know it's there. Like we can't deny that it's there. The hangover. So how long do you think before you have a good gauge on if it's a hangover or if we're struggling? Well, listen here, and I I understand that people, you know, they look at it and the Blues haven't been at the top of their game so far this year. But let's not forget they're still in second place. They've still managed to get points in almost every single game they've played this year, barring the Montreal game, which was, a, I believe, their only regulation loss. So uh, the panic button doesn't even need to be talked about right now. I think that we all need to understand that the Stanley Cup hangover, well, guess what? We're not even there yet because the Stanley Cup bull just ended. It literally just came to a close with their White House visit. And up until that point, I don't care who says that they've turned the page, that they, you know, have moved on, that they, you know, put it in the in the books. No, it, it, you can say that, and maybe you did as far as the partying goes and the celebration. But you know, even on this road trip, the whole road trip was built around uh, guys going to the Hockey Hall of Fame, donating a ring to the Hall of Fame, then going to play hockey games, and then playing an afternoon game, which is always a little bit, you know, keep keeps guys off balance a little bit. And then you end up in right after Long Island, you end up with the whole team visiting the white house and then, then over to a Washington Nationals game against the Cardinals. Like I think finally these guys will have a chance to breathe here now. And they got a four game homestand to do it. So I think it's a, I think it's good time for us to get a gauge on things. Hey guys, want to apologize. We were hoping to have Jamie there for about 30 minutes. Um, something came up uh, that he had to deal with and run really quickly. So uh going to go ahead and finish out here. I was glad uh, at least he did get to talk a little bit about the noticeable change in the roster. Uh, and again, I don't know that it's been an issue to this point. Um, you would think it might at some juncture, but you know where I was really going to take the conversation was I mean, it's really kind of just, I mean, we've always talked about it leaving the game, but boy, it really seems like, you know, certain lots of teams are just saying, well, we're not going to have this. Why do we need it? So uh, interesting. Uh, I, some of those guys that can really play like a Ryan Reeves and a Tom Wilson, whether you like Tom Wilson or not, he can play. Um, you know, those guys obviously will still have a role, but, uh, you know, obviously gone are the days where it's, that's all you can do. So thought it was interesting just from a fan's perspective of watching the games and it just feels different to me and I and it's always and it's been noticeably different but man it's all the way different now I guess so that's why it kind of brought up I did want to I was hoping to get into to some of the other things with him about the um you know about the the fans and 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 a little bit of angst and you can tell fans on social media don't want to criticize the team right now and they see some things that might even make them a little nervous but yet they're trying to be uh pragmatic about it they're trying to understand um what is happening and 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 being realistic some fans are never going to do that and that's fine too because fan how you want to fan but 
Um, we do want to thank you guys for joining us, and uh, hopefully next week we'll be back uh, with, with the regular group. Uh, make sure you guys check us out, bluesnhlpodcast.com. Subscribe to the show. Find us on Twitter at STL Blues Podcast. Find us on Facebook as well, Blues NHL Podcast. Like our page. Make sure you guys see the pin post. Like it, comment on it, share it. It means a lot to us. Blues NHL Podcast on Instagram, and of course, lineupmediagroup.fm, home of your radio. We're happy to be a part of that as well. If you could please support the people that make this show possible, innovativecompanies.com. Randy Green, tremendous person. You guys heard from Stephanie not too long ago. They're doing tremendous stuff out in the community. Remember to get a hold of them or, or us if you have something going on for Thanksgiving that you know somebody that needs some help. Uh, and if you're a first responder or military, uh, they're offering a big discount there, and you guys should definitely take advantage of that. Residential, commercial, industrial, doesn't matter. Innovativecompanies.com has you covered. Uh, heating and cooling, electric, construction team, all ready to go. 35 years experience, second-generation craftsman. Randy Green, Innovativecompanies.com, the name you know and trust. Please don't forget our friends, Adam's Smokehouse, the best barbecue in St. Louis. Make sure you guys get over there and check out that wonderful atmosphere with the great food. Uh, tell Mike we said hello. He's a big hockey fan. You guys uh, could sit there and talk hockey with him all day, but you'll wind up talking about the great barbecue and all the different things you can have that are all awesome. Located on Watson Road, open until 7, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. They do box lunch orders and, of course, catering second to none, folks. You guys will enjoy it. Tell Mike we said hello. That's Adam's Smokehouse, St. Louis. Here's your cue. NelsonLandServices.com, five-star locally rated company with reasonable prices. You guys definitely want to give them an opportunity for your business. They do tremendous work. They're huge, just huge supporters of the amateur hockey community here in St. Louis, and we definitely want to help them grow their business. That's our friends, the Nelson family, NelsonLandServices.com. The SynergyHockeySkills.com, uh, as hockey continues to grow in this town, you guys want to get on there and uh, get your uh, kiddos some work. Uh, they, they get an opportunity to skate with some tremendous people that can teach them the game like no other. That's SynergyHockeySkills.com. For all of us here at Blues NHL Podcast, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.